Welcome to the Evan Weiss Show, broadcasting from the West Coast, raw, in-depth, and relentlessly hacking the mainframe. Here's Evan Weiss. On the show today, I have Madvi Deshmukh. She is the owner of Livebee. And what I really love about this uh, this app is that it's a marketplace to monetize knowledge. And I really like the fact that it's a local Silicon Valley company. Hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, Evan. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so tell me more about the app and how is it a marketplace to monetize knowledge? Like, how does it do it exactly? So, you know, the idea for Livebee uh, came to me uh, just one evening. It, it's had a long journey over the last one and a half years. But essentially, you know, one evening, my daughter uh, was asking me for some math help at nine in the night. And she had a mathematics test the next morning. My husband, who typically teaches her mathematics, was out uh, on a work trip. And she was like, mom, it's nine o'clock in the night and I have a test tomorrow. And can you please help me with this? I think it was uh, geometry or something like that. And I'm not really good with maths. Now, my daughter, we live in Silicon Valley, right? My daughter has a tutor. She goes to a great school. She has great teachers. She has friends whom she could turn to. But at nine in the night, there was really nobody around who could help her. It was too late for anybody to help her around. And I was like, shoot, if we could have just had someone help her right now, that would have been perfect. So that is one side of the story, right? Where sometimes you need help, you need human and personalized help right at that instant, and it is not available to you. On the other hand, you know, this was early 2018. And actually during that time in, in the March and April timeframe, there were a lot of federal teachers unions uh, that were uh, protesting because teachers uh, in public schools in USA don't get paid enough money, apparently. And, you know, these teachers were from Alabama, Iowa, you know, and they were having to do second jobs, third jobs, you know, being baggers at Walmart and other places to make ends meet. And they were basically protesting. And it just connected the dots in my head. I'm like, look, these are like really good public school teachers who have years of experience. And essentially, that was how the idea for Livebee was born. Technology is all around us. It should help people. I've, I've spent my career working in Silicon Valley. And all of this technology, to some extent, is already available. But it, it needs to be utilized in the right manner to, you know, to enable people to, to earn a dignified income, enable people to share their knowledge, to share their life experiences. So that's how the idea for Nike was born. And that's what the platform is aiming to do. That's a great idea. So the, the idea is that people who are out of jobs, like in other parts of the country, can monetize their knowledge by giving people in other areas knowledge in a convenient manner. That's right. It is not it is not just for people who are out of jobs. It's supple it can be supplemental me, uh, uh, income. But, but, right. Absolutely. So so the, the key tenets behind Livebee, right? The founding principles behind Livebee are number one, technology should help people, right? And and everybody wants to earn a dignified income doing something that they love, sharing the knowledge that they inherently have. 
The second important tenet for life be is human to human. We believe in human to human interaction, right? Because there are there are a lot of instances or there are a lot of apps, there are a lot of companies that aim to connect you to bots that aim to, you know, automate everything. And automation does have its place, but we believe that the depth of, you know, knowledge and experience and compassion that a human to human interaction provides really cannot be provided by an automation, at least not yet. And so that that's what we are aiming to do. Now, human to human doesn't necessarily mean in person sitting next to you. Right? Remotely. Today, yeah. almost all of Silicon Valley works on uh, video calls. Right? So, so basically, you can connect two people. If you want to learn Spanish, you know, why not learn it directly from somebody in a small town in Mexico rather than, you know, somewhere here so that's the idea like you can still be human and you can still be connected by technology and still be able to share yeah i mean uh, from my perspective i'm a i'm a proponent of working remotely or remote working and i'm a software engineer yeah. by training and i've worked for you know uh, top companies here in silicon valley and they've always offered me a remote work as an option as a perk because it really increases the quality of life for the individual working for the company. It could be a contract or a company. It could be any of that, but really the remote component to it really enhances the quality of life for the individual. And I believe it also, I, I, I remember reading a, a recent study where companies actually get more quality work from individuals who work remotely. And so it's, it's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely, really. absolutely. <laughs> That's the case for us as well. You know, even though we are a Silicon Valley based company, we have about 35 people working in more than 10 countries and in more than six plus time zones. It's all because we are 100 percent remote. And yeah, yeah. right. And, and it's a win win for everybody. They get um, to work on things they want to at the rates they want to. And the company also gets the same thing in return. It's like I said, it's a win win win. I can't I can't emphasize it enough. Absolutely. But Absolutely. yeah, so when I see uh, when I when I saw this, this is what got my attention. Is you know, it's really great for consultants uh, who are teachers. They could be yoga instructors. They could be language teachers. They could be uh, mathematicians. Uh, they could be technologists. Really, you could be anything, and have that knowledge yes. and give it out to people and monetize on it. Because the reality is that somewhere in another part of the world, people are looking for the information that you have in your head. Which you think it's hey I already know this I I put the time I went to school I went to university or I read certain books or I'm really really good at a certain subject and most people around you might not be interested or care about a very unique subject that you know about but someone in another part of the world is willing to pay you to have access to that information and so I really think it's a great great app for that yes absolutely you hit the nail on the head that that's what it's right. aiming and, to do um, What's what's the technology stack behind it, you know, as a technology guy? Yeah, so we are, uh, our front end is uh, Angular. Okay. Um, back end is uh, Node.js, and we are deployed on uh, AWS. For, uh, uh, for our... So it's a, it's uh, a mean stack. Okay. Yes. For our, for our video and chat technology, we actually started out by using uh, Twilio for uh, WebRTC. And then we found essentially that uh, 
uh, we were having a lot of trouble with WebRTC with uh, mobile browsers because we don't have a mobile app yet. And so we are right now switching to open source uh, Jitsi in order to, you know, render our oh, okay, uh, video. Cool. And so how many... So you guys have been around for like about a year and a half or two years. If you like this show, please, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Evan Weiss to support this show so we can continue to bring you subjects and topics that are interesting to you. So head over to Patreon and subscribe. Well, the company was incorporated a year and a half back. We just launched our MVP two months oh, back. Oh, you just launched two months ago. Okay. And... Um, what are you guys using? What are you guys doing for uh, marketing? What kind of platforms or channels are you guys using for that? So we are a pre-revenue, pre-funding. Um, what does startup. that mean for people who don't know? Uh, it it basically means that we we haven't yet started uh, bringing in revenue yet. We've just started transacting, and pre-funding essentially means that we haven't gone out and raised money yet. We have uh, we have just one angel investor, uh, my mentor and PayPal CTO, Sri Shivananda, you know, gave us some angel funding. But that's because I used to work with him and he knows me and was basically based on his trust in me. So, but we had decided early on that we will launch the product, show some traction, show users, show the fact that people are loving our product, are coming back using it again, leaving good free, leaving good reviews and good feedback before we go out and fundraise in Silicon Valley. And so we believe we are at a point right now where we are ready to fundraise because in two months, we've had a steady, you know, five to 7% increase in our signups. People really resonate with this idea. So we, we've had uh, a lot of about, as of today, we have about 775 consultants who've signed up with us. Uh, we have about 63 customers who have signed up with us so far. And our this month's goal is to do about 25 to 50 organic transactions. And then we would be ready to go. But to answer your marketing question, we are not doing any paid marketing right now because we believe that, you know, people, we, we need to first do organic marketing. We need to get the right sort of folks to the platform. We need to hear their feedback. We need to learn from them. We need to improve our feature stack. And whenever we are ready to scale, that's the point when we will go for marketing, uh, paid marketing, okay. so to speak. And so for a consultant to sign up on Livebee, do they have to pay money upfront or is it a transactional fee? They absolutely don't have to pay anything upfront. It is only a transactional fee. One of the other core founding principles that we have, and I have, and I believe in this very deeply, is that we enable our consultants to keep most of what they earn. And we are going to stick by this principle no matter what. I will tell you that, you know, when I when I first incorporated LiveB and I just had a PowerPoint with me and not a launched product, when I had gone out and talked uh, to a couple uh, pitch, uh, uh, you know, events, there were, a, there were a few investors who basically just laughed me out the room saying that you will never be able to make this company successful by taking such little transaction percentages. We started off by taking just 5% from our consultants, and now we upped it to two more percent, 
because of cross-border fees, we have to pay the payment providers and cross-border. But that is our limit because we believe that that is enough for us to break even, actually even be profitable uh, once uh, the transactions start going up. And we don't believe in taking more from people than is needed. So that's our transaction okay. model. And so if I'm a consultant and I create an account here and I want to add, do you guys have like a widget I could put on my website where someone could click on it and then it like creates like a session? Um, not yet, okay. but we're thinking about it. That's a good idea. Thank you. We'll take that into consideration. Yeah. Well, like, you know, that a company, I don't know if you heard of Cl- Clarity FM, Clarity.FM. Uh, and it's, it's no. also kind of like a consultant uh, company where you, um, you put your expertise and you put your rate mm-hmm. and it's actually integrated in a way where you could press on the button and it connects you with, with a phone call, which is pretty interesting. So for this uh, for this app, I could see that as a natural feature to be in- integrated, which is where you could put a widget on your website, and then they click on it, and then boom, you're you're in- instantly connected, and you're you're being charged whatever the the rate is. That's a great idea. Thank you very much for giving us that. Okay, I, I'd like equity, but thank you. <laughs> okay, awesome. And um, what else can you tell us? Any other features that are unique? to live be that people should know about? Um, absolutely. So we are we are building live be as a social marketplace. What does that mean? That means that when you let's say go on Amazon, right, or you go on any of the product marketplaces like Etsy, or uh, eBay, or uh, other places, you would typically buy a product based off of the reviews and the questions that the product has. Now, when it comes to services and when it comes to people, people mostly trust other people whom their right. friends or family have recommended. And so what that means is if if I tell you that this is a teacher that is great and this is a yoga teacher that you should go with, then you know you would be much more likely to trust that. But this sort of connections only happen in social platforms, Facebook, yeah, like YouTube and uh, you know Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You would, when I go to Amazon or when I go to eBay, I don't see if my friends are there or you know if they have uh, basically you know bought something. And okay. so, so that is what we are trying to build into LiveB. We are trying to build LiveB as a cross between a social media platform and a marketplace because people trust other people and and that would be one of the best things that we would do about it. The second thing that is pretty innovative about LiveB is when when you ask folks what are they good at and what knowledge do they have, people actually think in concentric circles. The first reaction that somebody has is they will talk to you about their professional expertise. Hey, I'm a great designer or I am, uh, you know, I have this engineering expertise, right? Or I am this gardener, somebody like that. People rarely think beyond their professional expertise to their hobbies and their passions. And even less about their life experiences, which is the third tier that they can monetize. And we are hoping that we can help people monetize all these three tiers using specific AI matching algorithms that will 
enable you to connect to the right individual who has the exact niche that you need. You know, and I can give you a couple examples to make it easier to understand. So, so for example, right? Uh, think about Silicon Valley. Think about the the scandal that we had with the, you know the uh, Stanford scandal, where right where people are paying inordinate amounts of money to college counselors to help their kids get into the best colleges. Now, who are the best college counselors who can help high school students get into the colleges? Why the students who got into those colleges themselves, right? The first year uh, junior, uh, freshman students. So a freshman at Berkeley would be much more likely to tell an incoming high, high school student how the application should be written. So he or she has the best chance of getting into Berkeley, for example. Does the freshman even know that he or she has that expertise that can be monetized? Probably not, right? I love high altitude trekking. I've been to Everest Space Camp twice in my life. I did a ton of research before I went to Nepal. Now, anybody who is spending time to go on that trek spending thousands of dollars to go there would they pay me 50 bucks for a 30 minute you know personal interaction where i would tell them what to do what not to do exactly they would so you know it's things like this where where you don't even know that you have the expertise that we are hoping that we can help yeah, you yeah. monetize. that's exactly why i'm so uh, excited about this app and why i really wanted to talk to you because I haven't seen anything out there. I've seen, I seen bits and pieces of people trying to monetize expertise, but I haven't seen uh, the social aspect to it. Uh, where it, is, it is true that when someone that you know and you trust recommends something, you're more likely to consider it, at least, uh, instead of just random people who sometimes you don't know who they are, if they've been paid to say those things. D did they actually purchase it? I, I guess the way that Amazon mitigates that is by having like a little label that says verified purchaser. But really, it's still it's still semi-anonymous and you could kind of trust it, but uh, you don't know if the company's buying their own products and then putting those reviews either, right? So if it's if it's a pe person you've known your whole life or friend or family member, yep. you're more apt to definitely consider it. Anyway, so where can people find more information about LiveBee? Yeah. So LiveBee has... Uh has a profile on LinkedIn, on angel.co. Livebee has a profile on all social media uh, websites. We keep posting regular updates. And you can always, always reach me on madhvi at livebee.com. And you can always reach any of our team on livebee.com website. We, we would love to hear from you. All right. Please. Thank you, Madhvi. And I appreciate the call. Talk to you later. Yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you for listening to The Evan Weiss Show. Head over to iTunes to listen to previous shows. Questions? Email us at e at evanweiss.com.